What up, what up, Fantasy Football Hustler, back at you. We got another start sit video. This one is for week three. We're talking running backs. We're talking wide receivers. If you haven't subscribed yet, do it right now. We're breaking down all the games and talking about the fantasy relevant players. Let's get down to biz. Let's start it off with Thursday night football. We got the Steelers at the Browns. This game is going to be oogly. If you're better, bet the under. But start with the Steelers running backs. You got to play Najee. There's just no way that you can sit him, but don't really like the way that he looked last week. That foot injury is going to linger. But unless you're playing in some shallow league, like how are you going to sit him? So you just roll him out. For the Browns, you got to start Nick Chubb. You got to start Kareem Hunt. Both of these guys are going to get involved a lot. The pass rush is so ridiculous for the Steelers. They're going to have to be running the ball a lot. They're going to have to be getting the wide receiver screens. They have to be getting the running back screens going a bunch as well. So I'm starting both guys. A little bit nervous about Hunt. Nick Chubb, you just start him every week. Last week, uh, that proved it. For the wide receivers now, let's go back to the Steelers. I'm going to say start Deontay Johnson. The Browns secondary has been kind of weak, but that's really all I want from these wide receivers. Claypool, too shaky. Pickens, he's not in the position to where we're going to start him yet. And then for the Browns, the only one I'm starting is Amari, the pooper scooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones. I mean, we see it's going to be a random thing here and there. I don't expect much offense out of either one of these teams. So even Amari Cooper, he's probably more of a flex guy than a wide receiver too. So if you're in a shallow league, you probably just sit him. Sunday games, we're starting off with the Bills and the Dolphins. This game is going to be really dope. For the running backs, for the Bills, I'm sitting everyone. I don't want to play Singletary unless you're in a super deep league. Then maybe throw him in there as a flex. I don't want Singletary until it starts really getting cold in Buffalo. That's when they're going to be deploying the run game a lot more. As of right now, Josh Allen the Stallion is the man. For the Dolphins, you really want to start any of these running backs versus the Bills? I don't think so. Not starting Mostert. Not starting Edmonds. The one thing that I will say is you better pay attention to Moster because he's getting more touches than Edmonds is. Edmonds is more of a scat back. I've always said that. The wide receivers, though, this is going to be the fun part of the game. So Stefan Diggs for the Bills. Come on. You're never sitting him ever. Gabe Davis. If he plays, I'm going to play him. Last week, we weren't able to play him because he got injured on a Saturday and their game was on Monday. So you got to monitor this all week. Make sure you're tapped in on our new show, Fantasy News Today. Goes live every weekday, 1 p.m. Pacific time, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure you guys are tapped in. But if Gabe Davis plays, I'm playing him as of right now. Still too early to tell. This is Wednesday morning when I'm recording this. We don't have any practice reports yet. Isaiah McKenzie, Jamison Crowder. I mean, those are guys you got to be in a really, really deep league to want to play them because really it's going to be fluky stuff if they get anything. Gabe Davis doesn't play. Then things change a little bit. But we even saw last week, Gabe Davis didn't play. It just made them hyper-target digs even that much more. For the Dolphins, Tyreek Hill, Waddle, you start them every week. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. Last week proved those guys are matchup proof. They're going to get loose out there. Bengals and the Jets. Running back for the Bengals, Mixon, come on, man. We're starting them every week. You're starting them. Jets, they do have a pretty solid run D. It's the pass D where they're a little shaky. On the ground, though, for the running backs, Brees Hall, Michael Carter. In flex territory, I would consider starting them. They're like fringe starts for me. I don't want to start you either one of them as my RB1 or 2 unless you're in a hella deep league. So really flex, guys. It really just depends on your options. I'll say start them in the flex because I think they should be okay with the amount of work that they've been getting. But we can't expect anything big. 
For the Bengals wide receivers, you're starting Chase. You're never sitting Chase. And I'm going to say go out there and start Higgins. Boyd is going to be a sit, though. Doesn't really get much volume when both of those guys are out there. Not on a normal basis, anyways. And then for the Jets, I'm going to sit Elijah Moore. Still waiting for his breakout game of this year. I'm going to start Garrett Wilson. I'm going to start Corey Davis. Corey Davis has been getting the love from Flacco. And it's really because Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson, they're getting the brunt of the coverage. And Corey Davis kind of just getting open out there. So it's been nice. Corey Davis is a flex. I think Garrett Wilson is a flex as well. If they get into garbage time, which we hope they do, it's going to be nice. Raiders at the Titans. For the Raiders, I'm going to say start Josh Jacobs in a flex role. Titans, they haven't been really been the best against the run game. Maybe this is the game where Josh Jacobs gets it going. Flex, just remember that. Not saying start him as an RB2, saying start him as a flex, if anything. Because if you play in a shallow league, probably just sit in Josh Jacobs altogether. For the Titans, you got to start Derrick Henry. It is what it is. You drafted him, you're going down with the ship. There's no sitting Derrick Henry because when you sit him, he's going to go off for like 200 yards. Like I know everybody has that same feeling. I rostered Derrick Henry in a few leagues. We all have that same feeling, so we got to play him. One guy who I need to mention, though, is Dontrell Hilliard. If he plays, I'm playing him in a flex role. You go back to their very first game. He didn't really get that much work, but the time when the Titans offense was moving the best was when they were getting him involved in the pass game. So I'm going to say Dontrell Hilliard. If he's on waivers, go pick him up. And if you're desperate in the flex, I say get him in there. Wide receivers for the Raiders. Devontae Adams, he's really the only game in town. Showed last week. I mean, some other guys got involved. Corderell Hodge. Hunter Renfro got hurt. Maybe we'll see a little bit of things shaked up over there. But it's still Adams and Waller. Those are the main guys going to be most of the time. Last week, he got shut down a little bit, but other guys kind of stepped up. So we'll see. But you're never sitting Adams either way. You're just not sitting them. For the Titans, I'm going to say sit all the wide receivers here. It's just been so ugly for them. Do we want to trust Robert Woods, who's literally out there blocking like 95% of the time? No way. Do we want to trust Trey Burks? He could get a touchdown, but they're really not getting any volume. Tannehill looked like trash. So we're just holding and not starting any of the Titans wide receivers for now. Let's get over to the Saints and the Panthers. It's early Wednesday morning, so we haven't heard anything about Alvin Kamara just yet, who missed in week two. If he plays, you're playing him. We'll just keep it as simple as that. He's really the only running back you want to play over there. If he doesn't play, don't even play anybody else. For the Panthers, CMC, obviously, we're getting him in there. Been kind of disappointing so far, but Panthers just in general have been disappointing so far. Now for the Saints, for wide receiver, got to start Michael Thomas. He's just been on too much of a tear lately to where I'm not going to say sit him anymore. The volume isn't really great. That's the thing. It did get better in week two than it was in week one. Really, it's those red zone looks. If he keeps getting the red zone looks, he's going to be fine. If he doesn't score a touchdown, though, that's when his game's going to be a little bit shaky. If they have no Kamara, he's kind of the only game in town. I'm going to say sit Jarvis Landry because Jameis Winston, I don't know what this back injury that he's dealing with. He just didn't go to Landry. But one thing that he was doing was taking shots down the field that Chris Olave had over 300 air yards last week. Five for 80, so not the best. But definitely not the worst. Flex worthy. And as much as Winston's going to him, he's going to start hitting him. It's just going to be one of those things where they they just got to get the chemistry going. Jameis Winston, maybe with the back injury, you know, that threw things off a little bit. But Chris Olave, I'm going to say in a flex capacity, let's get him started out there. Not a wide receiver too, but a flex. Ravens at the Patriots. 
We don't even know if J.K. Dobbins is going to play. This is why you don't listen to players. All he's been talking about is how he's not going to go on the pub, how he's going to be ready for week one, yada, 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 all that out the side of his neck, and he's still not out on the field. He's still considered week to week. We're not starting him anyways versus the Patriots. Now, for the Patriots, Damian Harris got banged up last week, had to leave the game is right at the end of the game. If he does not play, I'll play Ramondre Stevenson. If both guys are playing, I'm just sitting both guys. Like it has been the Patriots shit show that we hate over there when dealing with running backs where everyone just gets so much work that nobody really does anything for fantasy. We hate that. And we, if Damian Harris doesn't play, I'll play Stevenson with confidence. Damian Harris does play. I'm just avoiding both of them because it's been so ugly. The Patriots offense is just trash right now. We'll talk about their wide receivers in a second. Jump back to the Ravens for the wide receivers. Rashad Bateman, I'm going to say get him in there. Devin Duvernay, we're talking double or triple flex, something like that. Maybe play three wide receivers and a couple flexes. But I really, the volume has not been there. He's been getting the touchdowns. He got that touchdown off the kickoff return, and that was amazing because anyone who started him, you know, you get those points, and that's freaking awesome. But sooner or later, he's not going to score a touchdown. And versus the Patriots, I think he's going to be one of those ones who gets slowed down a little bit, unless it's some big fluky play. Like, that's the thing. If you just want to take a shot on someone, it's probably a good shot because we know that Bateman is going to be getting some tough coverage, even though I'm still going to be starting him. The thing with Duvernay is he's so much of a deep threat that they might throw the safety over the top and he might be one of the guys who's getting double teamed because what the Patriots are known for is they're known for taking their best guy, matching him up one-on-one and then double teaming the number two wide receiver. A lot of things could get messed up. Now for the Patriots side of things, I'll start Jacoby Myers just because there's really no one out there. Nelson Aguilar, if you're deep, deep flex, but I really don't want... Too many parts of this Patriots offense It is just really garbage right now. It was okay last week in little spurts, but you just look at them as a whole and they do not look good. Lions at the Vikings. Of course, you're playing Swift. There's no sitting them. You're not playing Jamal Williams. I mean, unless you're in a really, really deep league Vikings, you're playing Dalvin Cook. Like, even though he really hasn't been the best for the first two weeks, you got to play him. It just is what it is. Wide receiver is interesting, though. So for the Lions, it's really a Monroe St. Brown or bust. DJ Chark, maybe here or there, he'll be doing things. Totally got goosed last week, so I really just don't want to start him at all. I know that the Vikings have Patrick Peterson, but I don't know if Patrick Peterson's going to be able to hold down Amon Ross St. Brown. And then for the Vikings, you got to start Justin Jefferson. You're starting him every single week. And Adam Thielen, he definitely is flex-worthy. Like, even though it was so ugly for the first three quarters of that Monday night football game, he still got so much work in the fourth quarter that he ended up being flex-worthy. So I'll say that Thielen... If you have some bad choices at your flex, I'm confident with Thielen being a flex play this week versus the Lions. Eagles versus the Commanders. So for the Eagles, Miles Sanders, really that's the only RB we're starting over there. Kenny Gainwell, we see, unless he gets a touchdown right now, it is not going to be looking good for him. And then Boston Scott, same thing. Unless he gets a random touchdown, it's not even going to be worth it to start him. Sanders has been looking all right so far, and you just ride that hand. He's one of these guys who... The injury risk was baked into his draft capital. That's why you drafted him late, because he can get injured at any time. You ride the hot hand while you can. For the Commanders, I'm going to start Antonio Gibson. And Flexworthy is going to be J.D. McKissick. He was pretty solid 
last week, bunch of receptions versus the Eagles. who have got a really good pass rush. They're probably going to be getting the running backs involved a lot, whether it's the run game, whether it's the short pass game, it's just something that we got to expect. So Carson Wentz just doesn't get destroyed the entire game. So I'd say Antonio Gibson easily RB two status, JK Dobbins. I'll say sexy flexi top 36 guy. Now for the wide receivers, for the Eagles. We're starting both of them. You're starting A.J. Brown. You're starting Devonta Smith. We told you not to panic on Devonta Smith right after week one because he did get goosed in week one. But then solid performance on Monday Night Football. They can't feed A.J. Brown 20 targets every single game. It's just not going to happen. Now for the commanders, you got to start scary Terry. He's too solid to where you just can't sit him. Same with Curtis Samuel. We've been talking about him for two weeks. We've been telling you to pick him up for two weeks. If he's somehow available, go pick him up. Got to start him though. At least in flex capacity, they've been using him too much to ignore it. Let's not forget this is the regime that drafted him and then brought him over. Someone who we were all high on last year, but Ryan Fitzmagic got hurt. And that kind of screwed everything up for the for Washington last year. And then our buddy, Mr. Jahan Dotson. Well, obviously. We want to get him out there. He's going to be a deep flex for me versus the Eagles. Now, Terry McLaurin, probably going to get slowed down. I still think you got to start him because I think he's going to get some volume. Curtis Samuel, the way that they use him, even in this secondary, because, I mean, they get him involved from the backfield, short plays, things like that. I think that's why you're going to be able to start him. Dotson, if there was a reason to start him, it's because we think that Terry McLaurin is going to get completely taken out of the game, which it could happen. Look at Justin Jefferson, who really got blanked by Darius Slay. So Terry McLaurin's more of a flex guy as we're talking this out. Dotson, deep, deep flex guy. But I would consider it just because of the matchups on the other guys. All right. We're about halfway done. Appreciate you guys rocking with me. If you haven't hit the thumbs up, if you haven't subscribed, do that now. There's a link in the description of the video. Go follow me on all social media platforms and join the 420 crew. Make sure you do that now. Go to 420crew.org. A lot of reasons why you want to do it. The one-on-one advice. Joining the community. Just being able to get in leagues with other guys. Things like that. Priority questions on every Q&A that I do. We do all the Q&As live on YouTube. And one of the coolest things, we got a signed Michael Vick Atlanta Falcons football raffle that is going down this Sunday for the week three games before we get everything kicked off. We're doing that raffle. So if you join at 420crew.org, you get entries into the raffle. So go ahead and do that now. All right, let's get to the Chiefs and the Colts. This one is in Indy. We're starting CEH. He's been doing so good over these first couple games. Like, we really can't sit him. Throw him in as a flex if you're nervous about starting him as an RB2. We're not starting anybody else over there. Jarek McKinnon, he would be the next guy if you're in a hella, hella deep league. But Isaiah Pacheco, he's got to wait on that dude. For the Colts, of course, you're starting Jonathan Taylor. Even after his flop of a week last week, you're never sitting Jonathan Taylor ever. And Naeem Hines, I'm going to say sit him unless you're in a super, super deep flex. Week one is all right. Week two, not so much, but the Colts just got just got molly whopped. So deeper flex league, go ahead and get Hines in there. He should be good for about five or six catches versus the Chiefs. As far as the wide receivers go, I'm not starting Juju. I'm not starting Hardman. Mahomes is just he's spreading the ball around too much to where I just don't want to mess with any one of these guys right now. Because really at the end of the day, it's all gonna go through Kelsey. And it's all going through CEH right now, which is even worse for these wide receivers. Now, for the Colts, 
Paris Campbell, not a thing, right, Clark? If Pittman plays, you're playing them. We don't know how long this injury is going to linger, though. That is the issue. So I mentioned fantasy news today a little bit earlier. Make sure you guys are tapped in Monday through Friday, 1 p.m. Pacific time, 4 p.m. Eastern time right here on the Hustler Channel Live. If Pittman doesn't play, I'll get Doolin out there. Ashton Doolin, but Paris Campbell showed he's, he kind of sucks. Texans at the Bears. So for the Texans, we're not starting Rex Burkhead anymore. I know that might, I know that was a thing like after week one where people were saying to start him, just drop him. It's going to be Damian Pierce. And I'm even saying only play him if you're in like a little bit of a deeper league and maybe have multiple flexes because the Bears are okay on defense. I'm solid enough to where they could probably shut him down. So I really don't want to play Damian Pierce this week. If you want to get him in there as a flex, I totally understand. Then on the other side of things for Monty Burns, David Montgomery, I'll say he's like a flex play, not even a running back too. Like he's been so bad, but I think you can still get him in there in flex capacity. And Khalil Herbert, you stash him. He's a stash right now. That's about it though. Now wide receivers for the Texans. You got to start Brandon Cooks. I mean, there's just no sitting him. He's always going to get the volume and a bunch of the first looks. Nico Collins, someone, if you're in a deeper league, maybe play three wide receivers, a couple flexes, maybe you get him in there. Going to be in Chicago. Not going to be the best environment for the Texans. And then for the Bears, I'm going to say start Darnell Mooney as a flex, not a wide receiver too. This is going to be a get-back game for him. Could be a get-back game for the Bears in general because they've been getting the short end of the stick over the first two weeks. But that is really it. And it Darnell Mooney, like... Still got to be kind of desperate in that flex to start him because I'd rather sit him if I have him. Now we got the second half of games on Sunday, starting off with the Jaguars going all the way to LA, playing up against the Chargers. For the Jags, you're starting James Robinson. You're sitting Travis Etienne. Really sucks that we have to sit Travis Etienne. It's crazy how hyped he was and how a lot of us just bought in into this hype. And so far, no good. James Robinson looks like that dude that he's always looked like. For the Chargers, you're starting Austin Eckler at running back, but nobody else. Pretty simple there. Now, as far as like the wide receivers go, Christian Kirk, he has been very dope out there getting a lot of the volume. He's the only one that I'm going to start as far as the wide receivers go out there. Marvin Jones, we got to see more out of him. Zay Jones, a couple, he gets peppered randomly, but I don't want to bank on that. Yeah, it's really Kirk or bust for the wide receivers over there. For the Chargers. We don't know about Keenan Allen yet. It is early Wednesday morning that I'm doing this video. We don't even know about Justin Herbert yet. We have no practice reports, even though I do think Justin Herbert's going to play. I think it's a 75% chance that Justin Herbert plays. I have no idea about Keenan Allen, though. We We do not know the extent of his hamstring injury. And that being said, of course, we're starting Mike Williams. I'm going to say whether Keenan Allen plays or not, we're starting Mike Williams. Of course, we like Mike Williams way better if Keenan Allen doesn't play. And that's where a lot of it lies on Keenan Allen. Because Josh Palmer, if Keenan Allen doesn't play, I would still play him. Obviously, if Allen plays, I'm not going to play him. I'm not playing Carter. I don't want to play Guyton. Everett's been getting a lot of work over there. So really, we only want the first two wide receivers for the Chargers. That's either Keenan Allen or Josh Palmer. If Keenan Allen doesn't play, and then Mike Williams, of course. Rams at the Cardinals. I really don't like the run game for the Rams. I don't know how anybody could right now. I'm just going to say sit both guys, Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson. Maybe if you're desperate and flex, you get Henderson in there. But I really don't want to mess with either one of these guys. It's been, it's been ugly for them. For the Cardinals, we don't know if James Conner is going to play or not. 
Got to come to Fantasy News today to get those practice reports if he was practicing today. If James Conner plays, I'm still starting him sparingly. Let's just say flex because Rams are really solid against the run. Shit, you look at the first two teams that they played. Buffalo completely shut down the run game. And then Atlanta completely shut down the run game as well. So we just want to kind of avoid the running backs going against him. So James Conner, if he plays, I'll play him as a flex. If James Conner doesn't play, it's going to be double dip. It's going to be double barrel Daryl Williams, who I believe is going to be the RB1 for that team. Not going to be an RB1 for fantasy. That's for damn sure. Like maybe you get him in there if you're desperate as a flex. Horrible, horrible matchup. Green Bay versus the Buccaneers. Green Bay at the Buccaneers. Aaron Jones, you got to start him. It's a horrible, horrible matchup going up against the Buccaneers. And that's what makes me a little bit nervous about A.J. Dillon. I'm still going to start him in a flex. If you're in a shallow league, though, probably not. We're talking at least a 12-team league. Then I would more than likely get him in there. It does depend on your options for A.J. Dillon. He's just not a set-it-and-forget-it starter. And then for the Bucks, I'm a little bit nervous about Lenny. Got that hamstring injury. I'm still going to say start him at least in flex capacity. Packers have been pretty solid on D. That's one of the things that he has working against him. And the offensive line for the Bucs is in shambles right now. So that's another thing working against him. Packers wide receivers. I don't want to play any of them. It's tough. You really don't know who it's going to be. So much is going to be running through Aaron Jones. No one had more than four targets last week. So I guess it's Lazard, if anybody. This Packers wide receiver core is going to be very, it's going to be a tough nut to crack <laughs> for the Bucks. Mike Evans, his appeal denied. So he is not playing this week. Chris Godwin, we don't have any news on him yet. So I've been mentioning our news show. It's very, very important that you tap into that show Monday through Friday, but Wednesday, Thursday, Friday are the most important days because that's when we get all the practice reports. So we got to hear more. We don't know anything about Julio. Brashad Perryman, I picked him up off waivers in a couple spots because if they literally don't have any of these guys, Perryman's going to be the one who ends up getting some of this work. They went out and they signed Cole Beasley. That's how much they're hurting right now. Scotty Miller, he ain't that dude. We already seen that. So it is going to be tough. This game, I got two of the best QBs all time in the NFL, but they have like no weapons. The li- Both lines are a little bit banged up. Buccaneers line is really in shambles. And the thing that's crazy, like both these teams are in shambles. Packers are one and one. Buccaneers are two and oh. So that's the thing. Like Brady doesn't have to be this 5,000 yard guy for them to win. It, it kind of sucks. I'm going to drop my QB and tight end starting video tomorrow. These are going to be all super flex guys only tomorrow. Like that's what's kind of crazy. Single QB league, probably avoiding both these guys. Falcons at the Seahawks. Talk about an ugly game. One that I am not excited to watch for the falcons you're definitely getting corduroy the pimp involved in this game big bounce back game coming you look at what the seahawks have been giving up denver when they played in week one solid outing on the ground for them then you go up against san fran last week and they were giving it up to jeff wilson that's why i'm saying start the pimp now on the other side of things for the seahawks I'm a little bit nervous about their run game and Falcons have oddly surprised in these first couple weeks are not giving up a shit ton of points to the running backs right now. They're giving up the sixth fewest points to running backs. Actually, the only teams giving up less points to the running backs right now than the Falcons, Tampa Bay Bucks, the Rams, the Broncos, the Dolphins and the Bills. 
that's some pretty good company to be amongst right there. So I think this is one of those games. This is going to be a classic trap game. I know they got the 12s out there. They are in Seattle. So I'm going to say flex worthy for Rashad Penny, flex worthy for Kenneth Walker, but it's ugly. I'm really trying to sit both of these guys down. This is just going to be one of those real ugly grinded out games. Seattle can't really score that much. Falcons defense is a little bit better than I think people are giving them credit for. Because they got guys like Michael Walker out there handling biz, AJ Terrell, Richie Grant totally stepping it up in their secondary. And we already know like the Falcons are going to run the ball a lot. They're not going to be airing it out like crazy. So this is going to be one of those time of possession battles. That's why I don't really want to start too many pieces on either side. For the Falcons on wide receivers though, Drake London, I will say to start him. Kyle Pitts is getting so much attention over there that Drake London is just getting one-on-one -on -one battles. Sometimes he's they're just getting zone coverage and he was just eating up that zone. And Seahawks secondary is just whatever. I know they got Quandre Diggs over there who's being solid. But yeah, Drake London, definitely a flex-worthy start for me. For the Seahawks, if you want to start DK in the flex, go ahead. I'm just going to say sit him. It's been so ugly. And when we sit him, that's going to be the game when he goes off. And of course, that's just the way that it always works. Like Tyler Lockett, he's the one that I'll say is like flex worthy if you're getting a little bit desperate. And it's going to be because AJ Terrell, I'm sure, is going to be matched up with DK Metcalf for most of the game. All right, we made it through all the Sunday games except one because we've been waiting all day for Sunday night. Let's go. 49ers at the Broncos. This has slobber knocker written all over it. For the 49ers, I will start Jeff Wilson Jr. He gets that volume like he got last week. We're going to be loving him. Jordan Mason is the guy to pick up as the backup. So he's more of a pickup and stash. For the Broncos, I'll start. Javante, because there's really no sitting Javante. Melvin Gordon, it's got to be a deep flex if you're going to play him. I'm really trying to avoid him this week. The 49ers defense is very, very stout, and they're not giving up that many points to the running backs. Talked about the Falcons in the last section. 49ers are literally just like one, one notch ahead of them. Falcons are top six in lowest points given up to the running back. 49ers are seventh in points given up to the running back. So very, very stout. Wide receivers for the 49ers. I'm going to say, especially since Patrick Sertan is a little bit banged up, I'm going to say start Debo. Shocker, right? But I'm going to say start Brandon Ayuk now that we got Jimmy G back. And I said we like I'm a fan of the 49ers, but now that they got Jimmy G back. And for the Broncos, we do not know about Jerry Judy yet. They said that he's day-to-day. -day. So Cortland Sutton, he's a full-blown start to me. Jerry Judy, we got to wait and see. We got to see what the practice is like. Cortland Sutton was looking nice when Jerry Judy got taken out last week. And I think him and Russ started getting that little bit of connection that's going to go far this year. Last game of the week, we got Monday Night Football. Oh, yeah. Trash game, though. Cowboys versus the Giants. How about them Cowboys, too? For the running backs, I'm not starting Zeke. I will start Pollard. Zeke's been trash. The offensive line has been trash. At least last week, they used Pollard the way that they should be using them. So I'll start Pollard in a flex. I'm not starting Zeke. Fuck it. Put him on the bench. And for the Giants, you got to start Saquon every single week. I know it's a little bit of a letdown game last week compared to the week before, but he's all they got. Everything else is trash over there. For the Cowboys, C.D. Lamb, you got to start him. It's going to be ugly volume, but he's going to be getting volume. Noah Brown, start him and Cooper Rush. Obviously, have a little bit of a connection. Well... Obviously, 
you could see it. They were team two guys, and that's why they've been practicing together a bunch. So Noah Brown, get him out there as a flex for the Giants. We're not starting anybody. You still have Kenny Galladay on your team? Drop him. You still have Kadarius Tony on your team? Drop him. You still have Wandell Robinson on your team? Drop him. You still have Sterling Shepard on your team? You're that desperate? Drop him. Richie James. He's like the only guy. And maybe he just hasn't been infected by all this giant scrubbery is maybe what he is. But Richie James, if you're in a deep, 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 deep league, maybe you go out and start him. But other than that, there's no, I don't want to start anybody linked with Danny Peso. Saquon Barkley is the only guy in the Giants that we're touching. Everybody else, nope, not going to do it. Been there, done that. We're not falling for it again. So just listen, get rid of those guys. They're landmines. Throw them out there to the waivers and let one of your scrubby league mates pick them up and start Kenny Galladay. Oh my God, they killed Kenny, you bastard! <laughs> and that is it. We made it all the way to the end. Thanks for rocking with me on this wide receiver running back stardom sit'em video releasing every Wednesday morning. We got FNT about to drop soon, so make sure you come chime in on that live stream. Appreciate you guys. Join the 420 crew. It's the best thing that you can do for your fantasy teams. And it's the best thing you can do for like your fantasy communities. Like we have one of the dopest communities out there every single day. People are telling me how glad they are that they found this community. A lot of the people you'll see on the live streams in the comments, just come and hanging out for these fat smoke sessions and everything that we got going on. I appreciate you guys. We'll see you next video. Peace out. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, I'm on the grind. Yeah, I got the ring. I'm the champ. I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. Okay, let's go smoke that joint.